always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to encourage you to believe the word. In life, there will be no shortage of opportunities to give in to doubt, worry, and fear. But if you can shift your focus from what you see to what God says in his word, then you will know the truth and you will face your circumstances and storms with confidence that God is more than able to do just what he said. Welcome to this your Friday, December 6th, 2019 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that distributes free resources all around the world to help you grow in your faith and become all God is destined you to be. Visit us online at empoweringeverydaywomen.org. I am bringing you the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever live from our headquarters studios in the city of Buffalo, New York. I'm so glad you have spent this week with me receiving the word of God. It is my joy to share. And Daily Cut family, I am also rejoicing today with a precious member of our faith community named Doris from New Haven, Connecticut. And she said, Hi, Deanna. I was in an abusive marriage for seven years. I discovered a small Christian ministry to help women like me. And there they shared your ministry as a resource. This has been a godsend for me. I feel like I am finding my self-esteem and learning who God says I am. Thank you for sharing your ministry. I love you so much. Can we get a praise break for Doris? to the precious name of Jesus. Doris, I am so happy that God is strengthening you through this ministry. Praise God for your life. And I believe he has great things in store for you. Daily Cup family, I just love testimonies like this. I also love sharing these daily podcasts as a free resource on select radio stations, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, yourdailycupofinspiration.com, and wherever podcasts are heard. You can also listen on my YouTube channel under my name, D. Deanna Hobbs, D-I-A-N-N-A-H-O-B-B-S. Connect on social media, Facebook at Deanna.Hobbs, Twitter at Team Deanna Hobbs, and Instagram at Empowering Everyday Women. We are going into our weekend strong with an awesome word from God, but first, a prayer. God, I believe you have something to say to this person who pressed play. Anoint my lips and send an in-season word that will speak specifically and directly to their situation. In Jesus' name, I thank you. Amen. Daily Cup family, last night, my mind went back to my sophomore year in college. I had enrolled in this political science course. I wasn't particularly interested in political science, but I needed that course to fill my core requirements. And because political science wasn't a subject area of interest for me, and I didn't know much about it, I spent hours in the library studying, staying late, just trying to get an understanding of the concepts and the information so I could, you know, pass the class. I don't know how you are, but I'm the kind of person who has to really invest time in grasping a subject. So anyway, I put in the work and when the time came to complete my political science midterm paper, I stayed in the library every day looking for source materials, researching and writing that paper. I was so relieved when I was finally done and I turned in my assignment. Well, when I returned to class and I got my paper back, my jaw dropped when I looked at the top of my paper and saw this huge red letter F. 
I failed. And then there was a note underneath that shocked me. It said, you plagiarized this, see me. I wish I could describe how I felt, but I can't because there were so many emotions going through me all at once. I was devastated. I was in utter disbelief. I was hurt. I was angry. So after all the students left the class, I went up to the professor's desk. I asked him, why did you say I plagiarized this? I worked really hard on this paper. He kind of looked at me with a smirk and he said, you mean to tell me you wrote this yourself? And I told him I wrote it. I tried to plead my case and he just did not believe me. After I saw that I wasn't really getting anywhere, I asked the professor if he could just take the paper home and do a thorough search. So he agreed that he would take it home. And that night when I went home, I was just so hurt. So fast forward to the next class and the professor gave me my paper and this time the grade was adjusted. I got an A plus and he apologized. He said, after I did my research, I realized you were telling the truth. You didn't steal anyone else's work. I'm sorry for that assumption. Of course, that didn't make me feel much better, but I was thankful for his apology and grateful for the adjusted grade. It was a good lesson for me too. It taught me that people will size you up. Sometimes they'll misjudge you and make a assumptions about you in life and you just have to rise above it, dust your shoulders off and know who you are anyway. You know, people misjudge Jesus too. Yesterday, I happened to be reading Matthew 16 and 13 through 20. And so one day Jesus was with his disciples and he asked them a question. He said, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? The disciples said, well, you know, some people say you're John the Baptist or the prophet Elijah or Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. And then Daily Cut family, Jesus posed an e even more important question to his disciples. This question is vital. It is central to the Christian faith. Jesus said, but who do you say? that I am. And in this monumental critical moment, Peter spoke on behalf of all the disciples and he said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Now this seems like common knowledge to the believer of this generation, right? We have a written historical account of Jesus's death, burial, and resurrection. We hear faith building sermons preached about Jesus's identity regularly. Back then, this wasn't the case. Many people, even though they had heard Jesus preach and saw him perform miracles did not know that he was the Messiah that the Old Testament prophesied about. That's why Jesus told Peter in verse 17, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. In this passage, when Jesus uses the word revealed, it comes from the Greek word apocalypto, which means to uncover, unveil what is hidden or reveal what was previously unknown. So Jesus informed Peter that it was God who unveiled the hidden hidden truth of Christ's identity, which others didn't know. It could only be known through divine revelation. So only those who walk closely with the master knew the truth. And listen, when you walk closely with the Lord, he'll give you revelation. He'll give you insights you wouldn't otherwise have. And sometimes he'll reveal things to you that don't at all match the opinions and perceptions of others. So the question then becomes, whose word will you believe? I remember the very first time I went to Niagara Falls on Clifton Hill in Ontario, Canada. And I visited this place called Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. And in this museum, there are all kinds of weird things, Daily Cut family. There are illusions, rare artifacts, and I think something like over 700 exhibits. After you watch the videos, read the information, and look at the things on display inside this kooky museum, you are the one who has to decide whether you believe it or not. And sometimes I think life 
feels sort of like the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. You see strange things, odd things that you can't completely make sense of or fully understand and you don't know what to believe. But if you can just refocus and shift your perspective to Jesus, he says, I am the way, the truth and the life. You already know the truth. The truth is not a circumstance. It is a person. It is Jesus Christ, the living word, the son of the living God. No matter what circumstances or people say, the word is the only truth you need. When circumstances say you're a victim, the word says you're victorious. When circumstances say you can't, the word says you can do all things through Christ. The word says cling to hope because the one who promised is faithful. He's faithful to deliver, faithful to heal, faithful to restore, faithful to lift you up, faithful to work it out, faithful to move every mountain, faithful to give you joy, faithful to provide, faithful to renew your strength, faithful to defeat every foe, faithful to those who believe, believe that he is the Christ, believe that he has all power in his hands, believe that he intercedes for you, believe that he calms raging storms, believe that he yet works miracles, believe he can do all things, believe that he is alive and he will cause everything to work for your good, believe the word, if you believe, you will receive. And to remind you of this truth, I'm stirring Matthew 21, 22 in the New International Version right into your cup of inspiration, which says, if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. As you drink down the contents of your cup, God is sending you this message to activate your faith, which is what activates his power. Believe his word today, for it will not fail to produce results. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. Sometimes circumstances, life events, and troubling times can be so confusing, but I ask that you help them focus not on what they see, but on what your word declares. In Jesus' name, amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com. Oh,